syringes to lure people to Brand Castle. The popular tourist attraction will have free Pfizer vaccines for visitors every weekend in May. People can show up without an appointment and as an incentive, they'll get free tours of the castle's exhibit of medieval torture instruments. The push to get more Romanians vaccinated comes as the country pledges to vaccinate at least 10 million people by September. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A hot pandemic commodity? Ceramic coffee mugs. Artists are clamoring to keep up with demand. Not unlike the excitement over limited sneaker lines or tickets to a Beyonce concert. New York Times says some pieces are selling out within seconds. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. I'm former U.S. counterterrorism officer Drew Berquist. In a one-party controlled country whose policies continue to move further to the left, it's hard to find a group willing to stand up for the right. That's why we created Mammoth Nation. We're standing strong for all Americans. Mammoth Nation is America's conservative discount club. As a member, you get great discounts, massive savings on travel, shopping, wireless, sporting goods, even prescriptions. Membership supports conservative businesses and the causes that you care about, like the Wounded Blue. For every total wellness plan purchased, Mammoth Nation will donate a plan to a police officer in need. This provides critical support to our law enforcement community. It's just one of the things that makes Mammoth Nation so great. And it's so affordable. If you join now, you get a 30% discount on a lifetime membership. Normally $299. This month, just $199, which pays for itself in just a few purchases, maybe just one. So go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member today. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the sports fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Southeast Ohio seniors and people of all ages, disabilities, and income levels can turn to Buckeye Hills Regional Council for information on vaccinations, meals, essential supplies, and a full range of long-term care services. You can reach Buckeye Hills Regional Council safely by phone to get answers to your questions and get connected to the community resources and services that can best meet your needs. Visit BuckeyeHills.org or call Buckeye Hills Regional Council today at 1-800-331-264. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years, specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. 
Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is, fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-362-2000, 362-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. I'm a private real estate investor who can solve your real estate problems fast for cash. Do you want to sell and just be done with it? Okay, great. I buy vacant properties, boarded up houses, pre-foreclosures, and inherited properties. I also buy apartment buildings, rental portfolios, divorce homes. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. I look forward to solving your real estate problems today. Give me a call for an all-cash offer at 614-362-2000. I am Coach, your NAP Tech football team played its home opener and also conference opener this past weekend, and I'm just wondering what kind of game it was. Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we went out there and played a real fine ball game. I'm real proud of the way the Oysters conducted themselves on the field, just like gentlemen. They were a real fine ball game on offense, and our defensive team played a real fine ball game, and our special teams gave a real fine effort out there. And, of course, I want to point out to all the fans that them boys from over to Cinema State played a real fine ball game. So what all the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game. Well, did that combination of fine play on your part result in your first victory of the season? Well, no. I'm real disappointed to point out to all of our fans that uh, the home opener was has been just the same as all the home openers dating all the way back to ever since 1937. We come out on the short end of the score, but I do want to point out that the score was not indicative of the way that we played. And what was that score, Coach? Well, I, I believe it was uh, 84 and zip. You were telling me on our preview program 84 on and zip and uh, we was the zip and they was 84 you were telling me on friday when we were talking about the game plan that you did have a, a good game plan for this contest what went wrong well that's right you know uh, we do have a real fine game plan every week and, and and it seemed like the boys never go out there and follow the game plan it seemed like if they go out there and follow the game plan and we come up with a victory and, and that's what happened they didn't follow the game plan you know we had ourselves a lights camera action a three keys to victory game plan and none of them went right we'll get into that a little bit more right now back with coach turf after we pause for this message in this segment of the coach Turf show <coughs> yes this will need this brought to you by otoluene toxins and onabotulimotoxin a Molemian toxin A, Remo toxin B. <laughs> Available at all drugstores. Coach Turf, we were talking about the game plan for the Cinema State game, and you had a good three-pronged game uh. plan, but uh, it did not work out well. well. That's right. Not only that, there was three parts to it, and none of them worked. We had lights... Camera action are three keys to victory, and, and for the lights part of it, you know, them boys over at the Cinema State are used to being matinee folks playing their ball games in the afternoon, so we figured we'd change them up 
play the ball game under the lights, play it at night and hoping all the lights would work. And when we went and throwed the switch for the lights, none of them come on. So we called upon our fans that come to the ball game that night to get in their cars and surround the stadium with their lights on in their cars so we could have some lights for the ball game. And of course now the reason for this here program is for all the fans to find out about our show and our program and support our team. And not enough of them come to the ball game last night. And I do want to uh, chastise our fans for that because when they lined up their cars around the field and turn their lights on, they wasn't enough of them on our end. It was dark on our end. Well, what about the other two parts, Coach, of your game plan? Well, the camera part of it, they had all the cameras on their side. You know, they was taking all the pictures. We wanted to save it. And, of course, on the action part, we wanted to initiate the action. But what happened was they initiated all the action by scoring all the touchdowns. They, they scored 12 of them. And, of course, now in the annals of inept tech football, that'll mean that we lost to Cinema State by a dirty dozen. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH-FM. And we should broke, uh, what do I want to say? We should point out to you that that onobotulinum toxin A is, and the other three varieties all brought to you for hiccups. Hey, it's a Monday, folks. Let's see, are we supposed to say Yamadabadu? No, that's on Fridays, right? Yeah. Well, I missed it on Friday. Well, we did it. We did it. You weren't quite up to snuff on Friday. Oh, and, oh uh, my goodness, no. And uh, But anyway, you're much better now, but uh, still a little ways to go. Okay. Um, and I tell you what, when you're not here, we miss you. Well, thank you. I, I missed being here as well, sure. and I, I would much rather have preferred <laughs> to be here, <laughs> let me tell you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. But thank you for the thoughts, caring folks that reached out. Uh, certainly appreciate thoughts and prayers and uh, that goes without saying but I just said it because I want you folks to all know that thank you so much excellent that's right it is uh, May 10th folks Uh, let me just give give you a brief report because I'm happy okay Uh, you'll see where I'm going here in a minute Last evening, we had a family dinner. Um, I mean, we were socially responsible. Nobody was sitting, you know, right on top of one another. But we were in a a porch setting, screened-in porch. It was breezy, but it was nice. And my daughter and her husband and... Her two kids, one of which is graduating from high school here in a few weeks. And um, 
first wife and her girlfriend, and we just had a nice evening. I have missed that so badly. I didn't have a whole lot to say during the evening because I was just absorbing it. Well, I want to have that more and more and more. I miss my family. That, that's pretty cool that you could do that. I'm glad you all could do that. <clears throat> Well, let's see here. Today is May 10th, as we've mentioned. It is National Clean Up Your Room Day. And just about every day is that for me, it seems like. I, every day I take a moment and pick things up, right? Yep. Today is National Shrimp Day, and I love shrimp. I love all seafood. Really, I do. But shrimp especially and... Um, Suddenly, I'm going to lobster, of course. Worked a lobster boat. And uh, what are the, what are the um, big discs? Um, Scallions. Yes, thank you. Yep. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and for that matter, I like many types of fish. You know, cod is wonderful. Yeah, I like cod. Salmon is wonderful. Yep. Um, Tuna. Pretty dandy. You're not You're quite not a as tuna? Much, not as quite as much. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'll eat it, certainly. Yeah. I really enjoy deep-fried cod fillets. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. If they're battered just right, cooked just right. A couple of restaurants in town make uh, cod wraps. And um, my, yeah. my other good. Those are delish. Okay. Yes. Well. Foodies. So National Shrimp Day. It's National Washington Day. Now, are they talking about the state or a city or what? I think it's the state. Okay. Because they normally list the state days last in the list. Yeah, that's what I found kind of unusual, too. Because we've got two others that follow it. National Women's Checkup Day and National Lipid Day. Okay, lipid. Cholesterol? Oh, yes. Yep. HDLs, LDLs. Okay. LDLs being the lousy cholesterol, lousy as darn, they say. Lousy darn, right? LDL. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, those are uh, some of those sort of things. Um, well, let's do some historical events. In, um, by the way, once again, May 10th, the date, the year 2021. In 1497 on this date, Italian navigator Amerigo Vespucci leaves for his first voyage to the New World. Now they have in parenthesis here, disputed. So... There seems to be some question if that's true or not. Yeah. In the year 1775 on this date, Second Continental Congress convenes in Philadelphia and issues paper currency for the first time. In 
Before we leave the topic of currency, did I see that there are two new coins, both featuring women? I, did, I knew there was some talk, discussion about it, some dialogue about it, but I don't know if there is. Well, we shall Google. Google away. And see what we can find. But one was, um, well, let me think here. Both these names were very familiar to me, and yet between this morning's news and right now, I can't remember. Um, and I'm embarrassed. All right. Uh, well, we'll give you another moment to peek around there. And, okay. And we'll go on. Um, let's see. The year 1801, the first Barbary War. The Barbary pirates of Tripoli declare war on the United States of America. The first U.S. foreign war. Eighteen fifty-seven Indian mutiny against rule by the British East India Company begins with the revolt of the Sepoy soldiers in Birit. Mirit. Excuse me, Mirit. 1940, Winston Churchill succeeds Neville Chamberlain as the British Prime Minister. 1960, the U.S. atomic submarine, the Triton, the USS Triton, completes first submerged circumnavigation of the globe. Okay, let me make sure I understand that. So they went the entire distance around the globe submerged. I think that's what it's got to mean. Yep, it's what it sounds like. 1994, <clears throat> Nelson Mandela sworn in as South Africa's uh, first black president. Okay, um, have you found anything? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, good. <clears throat> they are going to be women who shaped the history, help, hape, uh, helped shape the history of America that are going to be on quarters, much like the yeah. we did the 50 states on the quarters. Maya Angelou yeah. and trailblazing astronaut Dr. Sally Ride right. will be the first distinguished American women celebrated on the reverse of the... Uh, Circulating quarters. Now, will this then, there will be a series of other women as well? Yes, there okay. will be 50. I see. Okay. Well, that'll be neat. Yeah, it will be. That comes from the U.S. Mint. Congress created the United States Mint in 1792. Yeah, we, we just had that. Uh, but you were looking it up and yeah. didn't realize it. Okay, I, so let's just look up one. some famous birthdays here. Alfred Jodel, or Jodai, I can't quite read th this uh, printer, I'm not sure. But uh, it's either J-O-D-L or J-O-D-I. And these he appears to be a German officer. He was born on this date in 1890. Died in 1946. Alfred Jodl, yes, J-O-D-L. Okay. He was a 
German who served as the chief of the operations staff of, uh, I'm not even going to try this, Oberkommando, yeah, I will, Oberkommando der Wehrmacht, the German Armed Forces High Command throughout World War II. German High Forces Command, okay. Armed Forces High Command, yes, throughout World War II. John Wilkes Booth is next. He uh, born on this date in 1938, died in 19, I'm sorry, 1838, died in 1865. Not a real long time. Yeah, he was, uh, of course, the one. Yep, bad dude. Yep, that allegedly assassinated President Lincoln. I don't think it was allegedly. He did. In the uh, theater, right? Yep, Ford's Theater. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, showbizer here, Fred mm-hmm. Astaire, born in um, 1899, died in 1987. Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Then, um, Speak for itself, doesn't it? <clears throat> pretty much. Sid <coughs> Vicious. Never heard of this. Probably yeah. some sort of showbiz person. Yep. He is a musician, and uh, I believe uh, he's an English punk rock band. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Excuse me. He is uh, the bassist for the Sex Pistols. Okay. Punk rock band. In any case, today would be his uh, birthday. Um, were he alive? Um, but he was born in 1957, died in 1979. Didn't, what, 22 years his life. Not very good. Okay, two famous deaths to go over today. One is Henry Morton Stanley. He was born in 1841. He died in 1904. Henry Morton Stanley was a... Welsh-American journalist, explorer, soldier, colonial administrator, author, and politician who was famous for his exploration of Central Africa. Mm. And he was famous for his search for missionary and explorer David Livingston. Hmm. The other is that of Stonewall Jackson, born in 1824, died in 1863. Stonewall Jackson was a general during the Civil War. Uh, he was a Confederate commander uh, after General Robert E. Lee. So, one of the best to known, I guess. We should uh, update that. Other than General Lee, we have uh, several other things we brought in here today, and. Uh, some of them are meant to give you a chuckle. But uh, first, let's double-check um, still some more fact sheets. Uh, actually, I could talk about the weather for a moment. Right now, we're showing 46 degrees outside. Uh, they say it's going to get up to 61. Uh, really no mention of rain today. In fact, as I look ahead for the week, really no mention of rain. 
but everything in the uh, mid to lower to upper right, we're just zooming around in the 60 degree range as far as our highs. So, good gardening. Yep. All hey, right. Speaking of which, um, I meant to ask you, remember the the flower or the uh, seeds that were brought to you that you put out in a pan? Yes. With water in it? What, what's the status of those? I can't say there's been any success yet. Oh, okay. But I tell you what, I didn't look this morning. Okay. So, well, the weather hasn't been real conducive for growing either recently. Yeah. I will... Um, I'll take a look this evening and give you a report tomorrow. All right. I have no idea why I thought about that, but I, I was looking at oh, some seeds. I'm curious, too. <laughs> yesterday or or the day before, and I thought, I wonder how Dave's Chia Pet pan is going yeah. or whatever that thing is. There was a weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before in which I I just, I know this is wasteful. But I bought a, a new baking pan, just that would fit that, right? Yep, yep. And I put it in there, and then, of course, it rained. And it was almost full of rain. So I cut four holes through this baking pan with a drill. And it drilled out nicely. So, um, but nothing's showing yet. So we'll keep you informed. All right. Let's see, other points in today's history. By the way, this is the 130th day of the year. 235 remain. On May 10th, 1869, a golden spike was driven in the uh, Promontory, Utah, marking the completion of the first transcontinental railroad in the United States. I've been there. That was a big deal. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool to see that. I mean, I enjoy trains and mm-hmm. railroads and that type of thing. Mm, trains are fun. Oh, yeah. Just, I don't, you know, they just are. That's it. Let's see. On this date, in 1774, Louis the, let me get my Roman numerals here, 16th. What do you got? XVI? Yes. Yep, that's it. Acceded to the house, I'm sorry, to the throne of France. In 1970, no, 1775, Ethan Allen and his Green Mountain Boys, along with Colonel Benedict Arnold, captured the British-held fortress at Ticonderoga, New York. In 1865, Confederate President Jefferson Davis was captured by Union forces in Irwinville, Georgia. 1924, J. Edgar Hoover was named the acting director of the Bureau of Investigation, later known as the Federal Bureau of Investigation, obviously back then, FBI. Was, that's when it became the FBI. 
from my softball playing days. <laughs> I have one t-shirt that says FBI on it. And my number. I have another one that says CIA in my number. Mm. Remember the old WXCQ uh, um, softball game? Oh, yeah. Your dad was the pitcher. Yeah. Our number one pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, he loved that. He really enjoyed that. Every so often I'm somewhere and I'll see someone and realize they were one of our team members. Yeah. Like Orly Sailor, folks. Yep, I remember Orly. Or Orland is his formal name. Yep. Is. And who else? Did Sally play? No. I thought maybe she did. I don't recall. Um, Randy Norris? Didn't he play? I think some. I thought he did. There was a guy, Ben. He was not a station employee, but like Orly wasn't a station employee, but that we had him on the team. Yeah, you could have so many people. Well, ben, you could have him anyway. Big Ben. He was. Big Ben? Yeah. We'll go with that. He was strong. Who else did we have on the team? The guy from purchasing at OU. Oh, Rusty? Rusty Rittenhouse. Is Thomas. that right? Thomas. Rusty Thomas. That's yeah. right. Not Rittenhouse. Yeah. Rusty Thomas. Rusty Rittenhouse would have probably been about two years old he about was that time. a lawyer, <laughs> wasn't he? Now. Yeah, he still is. Yeah. And a magician. Well, yes, good one. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, he teaches some uh, self-defense courses, too, to, to kids. I have completely lost. Well, you it went here. from FBI to CIA. Oh, that's way. To WXTQ softball. Yeah. <laughs> and none of the three were very good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for good radio. <laughs> but they were fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Let me get my place back here. I don't know if I can. Oh, let's just call that page quits. Okay. So we'll set these back up here. Okay, now, I, I found a report this morning, and given some of the stuff lately, I thought it was important to, or might be of interest. It's uh, entitled, The Best and Worst States to Be in, in Which to Be a Police Officer. See? Yes. Law enforcement is a career that is always in the public eye, whether for heroic, heroic reasons or scandal. Currently, our nation's 800,000 law enforcement officers have even more of a spotlight than usual. That's because they have been in charge of enforcing COVID-19 restrictions and because of recent high-profile br police brutality incidents, including the trial of Derek Chauvin, which ended up with a murder conviction. Even when the U.S. isn't in the middle of a pandemic, being a police officer is significantly more dangerous 
than many other occupations. Because of such risks, law enforcement agencies must offer enough incentives to attract and retain officers. To start, there's a here's a mean annual wage. Okay, to start, there's a sixty-seven thousand. $290 mean average wage. And typically a generous benefits package, which can include retirement contribution matches, tuition assistance, ample leave time, <clears throat> a take home vehicle, and access to health and fitness facilities. Well, how well? officers are compensated varies from place to place though as does the quality of their work and their work environment officers are more likely to be attracted to police departments that steer clear of scandal and corruption and that are transparent with their communities so in order to determine the best states in which to pursue law enforcement careers, WalletHub compared the 50 states and the District of Columbia across 30 key metric indicators and police friendliness. Our data set ranges from the median income for law enforcement officers to, poli to police deaths per thousand officers to state and local pro uh, police protection expenses per capita. Okay, I'm not sure I read that very well, but we'll just get into it here. So, let me start out by simply saying Ohio ranks high. 50 out of 50, I'm sorry, it ranks 5th out of 51. Not bad, right? Not bad. Pretty good. Now, what are some of the things they have here? So, it ranks five nationally overall. It ranks 12th in opportunity and competition. In competition. It ranks 27th in law enforcement training requirements. And it ranks... 21st in job hazards and protections. Now, with those three rankings, I still don't understand how it got to five. But I'm pleased it's there. So yep. let's let's go back a notch. Yep. Who I'll do you think it. who do you think's number one? Oh my. Florida. Um, no. I have no idea. <laughs> it's California. <clears throat> um, it's third in opportunity and competition. It's 13th in law enforcement training requirements. And it's fourth in job hazards and protections. Number two, Connecticut. Number three, Maryland. Number four, the District of Columbia. And as I've already mentioned, number five, Ohio. Let's finish out the top ten. 
After Ohio comes Illinois. Seventh is Colorado. Eighth, Washington State. Fourth, State of Georgia. And fifth, Minnesota. Now, I don't mean to put it on you, Scott, but I've named ten states. Okay. But you're going to anyway, right? <laughs> well, I'll help. I'll, I'll okay. embarrass myself, too. So, <laughs> the um, let's name a state that we haven't heard of and whether that we think they're on the good side or the bad oh, side. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's do West Virginia. Okay. Let me find it. Okay. Our, our neighbors. It comes in 47th out of 51. Oh, my. Now, let me just tell you, though. 48th is Louisiana, 49th Kentucky, 50th Nevada, and 60, 51st, and I'm amazed at this, Hawaii. Wow, yeah. Okay, so we gave you the top ten, we gave you the bottom five. New York comes in 11th. Not too bad. Okay. How about Arizona? 33rd. South Carolina? 43rd. How about... Let me turn my phone off. <laughs> Man, I get so many scam calls. 40... Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, we went from South Carolina, and you said, how about Wyoming? Wyoming. 28th. <laughs> We're all close to the middle of the pack. Yeah. It's usually where Ohio is. Florida, 30th. Yep. Any others you want to pick on? Georgia. Georgia is... Uh, da, 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 da. I saw it somewhere here. Texas. Oh, no, wait, one at a time. <laughs> I don't want to overload you. That's right. Because <laughs> right now I'm not finding Georgia at all. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It must be up here. It's ninth. Ninth? Yeah. Cool. Texas? Um, Twelfth. Pretty good. New York State, eleventh. Um... Let's go to Michigan. Why? I don't know. 22nd. Okay. That's stayed up north, yeah. as uh, Woody Hayes used to say. Mm. He would never say that word. Well, anyway, let's see here. Let's get into some other specifics. If they're interesting, we'll see. Okay, law enforcement officers per capita. So the highest would be District of Columbia, followed by New York City, New Mexico, third, that's high, New Jersey, fourth, and Texas, fifth. How about fewest per capita? 47th is Utah, 48th is Iowa, 49th, Washington State, 50th, Kentucky, and 51st, Oregon. 
What about the highest paid? Illinois, followed by Alaska, New Jersey, California, Washington. Uh, lowest paid police officers. North Carolina, Mississippi, Arkansas, Louisiana, South Carolina. Lowest uh, violent crime rate. Maine, followed by New Hampshire, Connecticut, Vermont, New Jersey. All of those pretty much I would expect. Mm, yeah. Except maybe New Jersey. Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts as well. Highest <clears throat> violent crime rates. Um, Illinois. Ar- Arkansas. Wow. Tennessee, Alaska, New Mexico, and the highest district of Columbia. Wow. Homicide cases. I, we don't need that. Um, state and local police protection expenses per capita? No. Well, anyway, just a little bit of information. Just to think about once in a while. Yep. Well, well, with everything happening now, too, in that field, in that line of work, seems like it is all magnified now. If I say the word Brudex, do you know what I'm talking about? No. We will very soon. Okie dokie. <laughs> you have any hunch what I'm talking about? What is it? Brudex? Yeah. I'm cheating. Why are you cheating? Because I'm Googling. Don't, don't. Okay. Now I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Folks, several times during my lifetime and yours too, we have had this invasion of cicadas. Um... It's amazing. Every 17 years, they come out of the ground after they lay eggs there, and then those eggs mature or something, and then they come out as full-size insects. And I don't know. They live, what, a couple of weeks maybe? Yeah, somewhere then. And then they go back to the process of laying more eggs down in the ground, which appear 17 years after that. Um, you will find their shells, I'll put it like that, this outer wrapping that their body had occupied. Yeah, the casings. All up and down tree trunks that they've abandoned. Um, and the most amazing thing is the sound they make. It literally can produce 110 decibels. Not one of them, but when the brood is doing it all at the same time. But even one of them is significant. So brood X is on its way. Now these bugs are kind of unique. They're red-eyed. Wait a minute. Let's just bring this caller on board and see if they, if they want to add to this whole okay. thing. Good morning. You're on the air. Hello. Oh, I lost him. 
Did I? I think I'm on my phone. Hello. There you got me. That. Um, I want to talk about Scott. Hey, Scott, what happened to you? Uh, just just had uh, a little health issue. Oh, okay, you that, don't want that, to talk about it, but I just yeah, pretty much. It just came on suddenly, and you did thank the doctors and the nurses. Yeah, I heard that part, but I didn't hear the part. Uh, Palmer was saying something about breathing problems or something like no. that. Or no, no, no breathing issues. No breathing. No. No heart issues. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got checked out by the doctors, and they did fine. But I wanted to tell you, whoa, were you missed by Palmer. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, it, it was interesting. To, Who's uh, Palmer? You, you had, uh, Dave had a lot of nice people in, his, in your place, and they did a good job. They, they participated and stuff, but mm, I couldn't replace you. <laughs> <laughs> You, you just do such a good job. You get things lined up for your old boss there, and he just ran smoother and like he is today with you there. Well, and, uh, thank you. We all missed you, and I uh, was concerned, and I didn't hear any explanation. And, and I know you want to be private about certain things, and that's fine. But I just wanted to tell you, boy, were you missed. Oh, well, I I appreciate your kind words and sentiments and you know the old saying about you don't know what you've got till it's gone that's <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> but then you also have to realize no one's indispensable that's right i i think of that every day and i had a, a long career in not only sports but uh at ohio university and in the athletics department you know it's just like uh coaching it's that's the business they you come and go and you're there temporarily yeah, here's, at every uh, place, whether it's a year, 10 years, or 30 years. Okay, this guy up in Columbus with the Blue Jackets, right? Yeah. He's had this tremendous career, right? Yeah. And now he's out? Yeah, they they had a terrible year this year. So well, it was amazing. mutually parting, mutually parting ways. Yeah, but he's still going to be a big deal. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, never mind. Yeah. Anyway, I you know I, I, I thank you for your kind words and yes, and anyone is replaceable. And I missed you on Sentimental Journey. Oh I know, well. I know on Thursday you weren't on Sentimental Journey and they were playing all this. Yeah. Well, I I limped in here Friday. Yes, and it was enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you have a way with uh, the old songs that. I don't know what you do. You bring your own in, or oh yeah, okay. I, I have a, have a lineup, and I, I'll say this before we go any further. I had a good teacher, in Dad. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, showed me the ropes there, and I, I don't know if you know this or many people do, but I came in and sat with Dad for about a month, every day before I did my first show by myself, because I wanted to see how how it was done. So I had a good teacher. Right. Well. Yeah, it shows you do a good job, and I missed you too. <laughs> well, thank you. I I appreciate it again. I can't thank people enough for uh, the kind words, sentiments, thoughts, prayers, and uh, but but I'll keep trying to thank you all. And I got to <laughs> give Dave credit. He he hand, he tried. He plowed through it and did well. But he certainly like likes having you there. Well, thank you. I miss being here too. Yeah. Well, so. we we all did. 
And uh, that's why I called to find out whether you were living or dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I felt like I could have been last week at one point. (laughs) It's funny, you're you're listening, and it's not the same at that early show. Then all of a sudden, I hear Connor Mills' voice. He says, I'm here for Scott today. And that night, oh, oh my goodness, and this and that. Well, um, just hope that I'm reflecting what other people are thinking. Well, I hope uh, so, too. Glad to have you back, and... (laughs) Dave, when you're not there, we miss you, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the locust, as I heard that, that you were, I didn't listen to all what you were saying beforehand, but I was doing something else, but they say the ground's so cold, they're coming up late. Yes. So they're, they're not quite going to be here yet. Maybe that's what you were saying. I, I hadn't gotten to that, but that's correct. Okay. Well, hang in there, folks. We miss you both. When you're not together. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Well, thank bye, you. Bye. Okay, uh, bye. Appreciate your kind words. All right, let's see here. Um, that was nice. We can talk about cicadas tomorrow. Okay. Let's do some weird, funny stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, now, you found something, and then I found something, and that's... <laughs> Let's just see if this is worth doing. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you pick one. Okay. Well, the the first one I saw was kind of funny. Okay. You ready? Here it goes. Did you know on the Canary Islands there is not one canary? And on the Virgin Isles, same thing. There's not, not one. one canary there either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everyone's probably um, thinking, uh-oh. Here, I'll, so I'll do one, and this is entirely different stuff. A beauty parlor. It says a place where women curl up and die. <laughs> D-Y-E. Yes. Okay, your turn. Um, Let's see. Here's one. It's just, it's not really a joke. It's just a statement that says, I'm glad I learned about parallelograms in high school math instead of how to do my taxes. It comes in so handy during parallelogram season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chickens. The only animal you eat before they are born and after they are dead. Okay. Okay. Your turn. All right. All right. This is uh, th- this is something I-, I think many people might be able to identify with here. All right. It goes like this. You drop something when you're younger. You know what you do? You pick it up, right? When you're older and you drop something, you just kind of stare at it for a little while, contemplating if you actually need it. Anymore. Mm. <laughs> See. What is dust? It says mud with the juice squeezed out. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay. One way to find out if you are old is to fall down in front of a lot of people. If they laugh, you're still young. Mm-hmm. If they panic and start running to you, you're getting a little bit older. Yeah. 
You know what a committee is? Uh, yeah. A body that keeps minutes and wastes hours. <laughs> Boy, howdy. I've been on a few of those. Okay, here we go. Here's one that's kind of uh, logical. Try to remember the greener grass across the fence may be due to a septic tank issue. (laughs) (laughs) Egotist. Someone who is usually knee-deep in conversation. Mm, Yeah. When I grow up, which I'm still working on at times. When I grow up, I'd like to be a retired lottery winner. A retired lottery winner. Retired lottery yeah, yeah, winner, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know what a handkerchief is? Uh, yes. Cold storage. Ew. 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 Uh, if your eyes hurt when you drink coffee and after you drink coffee... You need to remember to take the spoon out of the cup. Before you take a sip, right? Yes. Um, A mosquito is an insect that makes you like flies better. Boy, that's for sure. Have you seen them coming up out of the yards? Not lately. Out of the grass? I've My not. goodness. I was cutting grass one day last week. They were everywhere. Hmm. Some of them, they look like mosquitoes, but I guess they're what's called crane flies. Oh, okay. They're not all mosquitoes, but I'm pretty sure I know what a mosquito looks like. Here we go, the definition of golf. The adult version of an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> <laughs> What's a raisin? It's a grape with a sunburn. Okay. A secret. A story you tell to one person at a time. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. What do you got? Uh, The main function of the little toe on your foot, and we've all been here, the main function of the little toe on your foot is to make sure that all the furniture in the house is in place. Mm. They're kicked the the leg of a table, ow, ow, with no shoes on, no socks on. If uh, you're paying three dollars for a bottle of Smart Water, yeah, it isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a you know what a skeleton is. Yes. Well, here they say it's a bunch of bones with the person scraped off. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, again. <laughs> Toothache. The pain that drives you to extraction. Yes. What a pun. Folks, we're out of time. We're always uh, happy to be with you and, and share some of these nutty things. Be careful out there. We'll see you tomorrow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. 
I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Biden administration says it's conducting an all-hands-on-deck response to a cyber ransom attack that shut down a major fuel pipeline that supplies states up and down the East Coast. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. The emergency order from the Department of Transportation gives flexibility to tanker truck drivers so they can keep up with the demand for gas, diesel, and jet fuel and avoid supply disruptions. The DOT waiver relaxes hours of service rules, allowing drivers to work extra hours to make up for any fuel shortages. The Colonial Pipeline delivers close to half of all the fuel consumed on the East Coast. Darkside, the prime cyber group suspected of staging the attack, has just released a statement saying its goal was to make money, not to create problems for society. Lawmakers are ready to hear more about the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. This afternoon, the House will hear from the Capitol Police Inspector General, whose latest report found the agency lacks adequate resources to investigate the surge in new threats to the Capitol and lawmakers. The report, obtained exclusively by CBS News, also found the Capitol Police lack a sufficient counter-surveillance unit to disrupt threats. The Colorado Springs Gazette is reporting all six people killed in a mass shooting at a mobile home park have been identified. Police say the gunman, who killed himself, was the boyfriend friend of one of the victims. This woman lives in that park. It was just chaos. I mean, the cops were here and my fear was I had my grandkids here and 